Hello and welcome to the podcast and this... Well, first, first and foremost, let's just deal with this. There are a lot of goals today, Dyson. Yes, they were flying in left, right and centre. Uh, it, it was madness. And Dyson's back. We do deal with this in the show, but obviously you were away last week. Chris Skull stepped yes. in. Yeah, um, yeah. We've all been yeah. concerned about you. Uh, obviously, a lot of what happened was confidential, but yes. now that we're on the podcast, we're not live on it, what can you yeah. tell us about the appalling well, I things? Well, I think we sort of put it to bed. Someone did tweet earlier that when I gave the details, they were details were coming out of both ends. But, I mean, I think that was <laughs> not really what I intended to do. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I think, I think everyone's probably heard enough, or they will hear enough on the podcast. And did you take anything to, to lessen the symptoms? I was on a paracetamol and I had some cocodamol as well at, at times. It's always quite good, quite powerful. Okay. Um, and then later on, uh, Imodium. Yeah, which is just a little clue. <laughs> just a bit of a clue to the symptoms yeah. <laughs> that lay waste to Dyson's gizzards. <laughs> oh, um, just a tip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I once had to... <laughs> Sorry to start the podcast with this, but you've been ill. And... You know what? It's great to talk about these things, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what's funny is, obviously, as a society now, we're, we're way better at talking about mental health. Yeah. But we are going to get to the point where we go, guys, we're not talking about physical health enough. You yeah. know? If we you've got the runs, we need to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, let's open up about bowel health, everyone. Come yeah, on. open up's an unfortunate <laughs> phrase. Um, but <laughs> if you um, want a sort of quick, old, I, I guess a sort of caveman solution, yeah. uh, eating red meat can just, um, you know... Oh, really? Slow oh. things down a, a wee bit. Yeah. Uh, OK, all right, well, I'll give that a go. In fact, <laughs> without wanting to be totally crass about this, I basically very rarely eat meat now. Um, so when I do, I really notice changes, and I'll okay. just leave it there. Oh, I see, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've heard enough. Enjoy the podcast. Brace yourselves! It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, it's Rock and Roll Football on a Saturday, and Matt Dyson returns. Hello, Matt. Yes, hello. How are you for there? Very good. We've all been thinking of you, praying for yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. I needed it. I tell you, this time last week, oh, oh I had a, a fever. I was on my sick bed. I was bedridden for days. Horrendous. Big night, was it? <laughs> no, no, just uh, some sort of horrible bug. Oh, mate. But not want, COVID. You, you don't want the details. No, I've tested many times and it is not COVID. I presumed it was. Why how don't... bad I felt. But, oh, I mean, okay. oh, oh, awful. That's so wh awful. why don't we want the details? Well, I mean, because it's... Yeah, you just don't. <laughs> I think I speak on behalf of everyone listening, particularly those eating when I say, describe in detail. No, I just had a, I had a very bad fever, very high temperature, and uh, very bad, um, yeah, very bad, <laughs> bad insides. Yeah, um, you had the lurger. Yeah, I had the lurger. Uh, worse worse than in ages, mate. Uh. <laughs> right, well, um, Dyson is back. He's well, and the Premier League is back. And here to preview a day of red hot Premier League action. Mm. It's, I mean, last week he really was red hot. Yeah, resting really temperature about 40 degrees C it's Matt Dyson <laughs> yes and how hot is this afternoon's red hot Premier League action Ooh. I hear you ask well it's hotter than the centre of a McDonald's apple pie that's been <laughs> marinated in scotch bonnets chilies <laughs> and baked in the pit of Woo! hell Chelsea's superstars will show whether they can do it on a wet blustery afternoon at 
turf more. Mendy should be back in goal after Kepa Aretha Balaga's super sub shootout selection did not go according to plan at the Haribo Cup final last weekend. He came on, <laughs> didn't save one penalty, did some rather timid looking gamesmanship with the Liverpool players and missed the crucial spot kick. It comes in the week when Roman Abramovich has put the club up for sale. I wonder if Mike Ashley has got a spare three billion floating about, eh? The, uh, the Stamford Bridge Sports Direct Arena has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yes. I bet, <laughs> I bet the Saudis who bought Newcastle now wish they just held off for a few more months. But the uh, resurgent <laughs> Megabucks magpies are climbing out of trouble thanks to Eddie Howe. Their new striker, Chris Wood, has done the opposite of hitting the ground running, though. He's just landed like a lump six games <laughs> and no goals so far. Splat. He tends to do well against Brighton, who they're playing at St James's Park today. He scored eight career goals against the Seagulls. So today could be the day that Wood does more good. Elsewhere at three, the villains take on the Saints in the age-old battle of good versus evil. Ooh. Stevie G's Aston Villa playing Southampton. Dean Smith faces one of his exes as Norwich welcome Brentford to Carrow Road. And Bruno is looking to larger over Patrick Vieira at Molyneux as his Wolves side take on Crystal Palace. After the late heroics of Ryan Yates, at Bramall Lane last night will have a championship goals as they go in and those in the Scottish Premiership and in the National League it's starting to look like our glory hunters team Bromley will never play again after a series of late abandonments but all being well they're in action at Torquay United Devon knows how they make football so dreamy oh. it is a real mid-table battle of the Titans on the English Riviera uh, the girls versus the Ravens at playing more but which bird shall come out on top we're backing the Ravens I'm Raven, I'm Raven. I'm putting on my Raven shoes tonight. <laughs> I'm Raven, I'm Raven. But do I really feel the way I feel? <laughs> oh, Dyson! You know what? You can tell you've been ill. <laughs> yeah, that sort of... Uh, I thought about uh, quoting Shut Up and Dance's Raving, I'm Raving during a fever dream last week. So, it, uh, felt, sure. it felt feverish. Yeah. <laughs> you it felt slightly fever. delirious there. <laughs> it was, it really was. I can yeah. almost smell the sweaty sheets. <laughs> it's real, it's real. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I went somewhere very special this morning. I just sent yeah. you a photo of it, Dyson. Oh, yes, I know. An iconic location. I went to the Salford Lads Club in, well, Salford. Yes. <laughs> Manchester, yeah. really, but Salford is a city, as people from Salford will tell yes, you. Yes, of course. Um, I was kicking at the Salford Lowry last night and at the Chorley Theatre the night before, so I stayed in Manchester for a couple of nights. And I, you know what? I go, I've done this before, but I like, walk past where the Hacienda used to be. And oh, I went yeah. to the boardwalk where Oasis used to rehearse... Oh, nice. Which nice. is now flats, but, you know, you can walk around and see these places. And then I was like, I should go to Salford Lads Club. And I forgot to do it, so I just got up early this morning, got up at, like, seven, wow. and just, it's like a mile and a half from where I was staying, just walked down there. Man, you know when you see somewhere that's iconic, but yeah. it's an actual place? Like, it is yes. a, it's a real lads club. It doesn't exist just as the front cover of a Smiths album. It's no. so <laughs> weird to see it surrounded by real life. Uh, and uh, did you, can you go inside? Can you uh, uh, see the lads in there? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> why are there no other lads clubs? There's a load clubs? of lads in there. What are you on a... <laughs> why, why are there no other lads clubs in the UK? There's only one in Salford. Well, it's just if like I a youth a... club, isn't it? Or a if boxing. I had a local lads club, I'd definitely go. It sounds great. You're making it sound weird. Oh, you're, you're ruining already. my happy memories. 
You're ruining my happy memories. Yeah. No, but could you go in or would you just stay outside? Is that how Well, the doors were closed. I mean, it was early, wasn't it? Like, it was eight in the, oh, it was yeah. eight in the morning. Yeah, lads don't get up till it gone nine, do they, really, generally? There was a bloke who had, like, this little dog that he just kept swearing at it. I was like, you know, I didn't want to hang around and just be, like, taking photos of a building. Yes. You know, you look a bit yeah. odd. But it's, it's Max. I've been to the Ghostbusters fire station in New York. Oh, yeah. And it's a bit like that. You know, you've seen this thing so many times. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just there and you're like, wow. It is like going to Coronation it... Street or something. Yeah, was it everything you'd hoped it would be? It was even better. Oh, because you obviously you can just stand there. You're like, this is where Morrissey and Mars stood. You know, it's, it's kind of weird. You know what? It's like the crossing at Abbey Road. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know what? Very... I've just thought about this. I've walked through at least three famous album covers now. Oh, Salford wow. Lads Club, Berwick Street, not far from the studio, front cover of, of What's course, the Story, Morning yeah, Glory, at the Abbey Road right. Crossing. I've been oh, up to New wow. York, so that's standing on the shoulder of giants. How many albums... Have you ever walked through, like, an album cover or a record sleeve? I've done so many wow. now. Yeah, that's amazing. Have you done any? Uh, I don't know if I've ever walked in any album. The last part, I went to the bar, the Cheers bar in Boston, but that was more of a TV show. Um, I, I'm trying to think of any. I recreated the uh, Nirvana album cover uh, not long ago. I remember that. Uh, that was um, which actually Jack Grealish was doing for Man City just the other day as well. Wasn't it? But that was more. That was like a mock-up, wasn't it? Whereas yours, that you really a, went for it. And um... that was a homage. Yeah, I don't know if I've been to any famous locations from album covers. I'll have to have a think. Yours, your never mind. I'll give you. I'll, I'll say this for it. It was disgusting. Yeah, it, <laughs> it freaked was. me out. It's the look in your eye, <laughs> and obviously everyone's got... looking to see if they can see the other bit. Yeah, yeah, that was pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take many pixels, did it? But uh, must have been a very cold pull. <laughs> Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. The other week, someone called us both DJs. I don't know if you remember that, Dyson. Oh, really? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Well, maybe it's a generational thing, but I I don't think either of us would think of ourselves as disc jockeys. No, not jockeying many discs on the show, are we, really, to be fair? What are we? What are we? (laughs) What would you call Um, us? A pair of dossers. That's a good point, actually. 8, 12, 15, what would you call us? What are we? You call us anything. What are we? What are we here? for what's going on tracy on twitter said on air talent oh uh, imagine going around calling yourself that <laughs> yeah oh, what yeah. sort of uh, <laughs> um, i'm just going to change my website all right kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast well, there's an amazing story in the news this week about a statue of ronaldo in portugal dyson i don't know if you've yes. seen this yeah yeah it's not the the horrible bust of his head that didn't look anything like him it's the one of him doing his free kick stance isn't it yes in a, it, by a beach in portugal yeah, yes the... legs wide arms wide by his side yes um, now people often touch statues for luck there's a famous one of churchill in the houses of parliament and people mm. rub its foot and and it, the, foot, the end of the foot went shiny because so many people were touching it. The same thing has happened with this Ronaldo statue, but people aren't touching his boots. They're touching his crotch. <laughs> and it has yeah. firstly made his crotch very shiny, yeah. but it's also worn it down. <laughs> oh, no, what an affliction. Yeah. So people are being told not to touch 
Ronaldo's shiny statue crotch. <laughs> it's a strange one, isn't it? But a grim reflection of humanity that everyone wants to go there and just rub him in that one specific part. Is that good luck? Does that give you good luck, rubbing Ronaldo there? I don't know. Try it at home. See how you get <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you ever... Because this is the thing. The moment I saw that story, I thought, I would have touched it. Well, because, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that thing of yeah, like, well, yeah. it's the funny thing to do, isn't it? And if it's shiny, you like, you, you touch the. Yeah. Sh- I mean, you know, if anything says do not touch, I always obey it. But like, I got told off at Madame Two Swords when we went oh, as kids. Yes, of I, course. Yeah. I wanted to just touch. I was touching Linford Christie's teeth, the waxwork, not the. Oh, you know, he, yeah. he wasn't there, and I started putting my fingers no. in his mouth. No. But I've always been very tactile. In fact, I went to, when I went to Salford Lads Club. I walked off and I was like, "Oh, I didn't touch it." I went back and touched it. Like to be a physical wow, connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> well, no. I, suppose, I sort of see the the attraction, but they don't like it in Madame to Swords, do they? No. Isn't there a rope? you have to stand behind. I mean, you can't yeah. go past the rope, you know, that's out of order. Well, I was a kid. Yeah, I suppose so. I've, what, got, what, I've done my time. What, what were Linford's teeth like? Were they <laughs> everything you'd hoped they'd be? Yeah, I was just curious, <laughs> you know. As a kid, you just touch stuff, don't you? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, actually, my daughter, Maggie, who's seven, she, a couple of years ago, she did a similar thing at a National Trust property. <gasps> and, like, and you know there was like a, a dinner table laid out with fake food on it? She went under the rope, touched the food, and an alarm went off. <gasps> no! It's so embarrassing. No! As we sheepishly have to sort of trudge out of the room uh, and get told off by one of the elderly volunteers oh, that look after everything. Oh, no! It's so embarrassing. What have you touched that you really shouldn't have touched? <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Uh, talking about stuff you've touched, or stuff you got in trouble maybe for touching... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear text on 81215 <laughs> uh, Tracy says I touched the glass bit on the front of a gas fire when it was switched on I oh. was an adult there is no excuse for my utter stupidity oh that is silly yeah oh I did that once with you know like an, a, a lamp an angle poised lamp when it had no bulb in it I pushed down the the connection bit of the bottom what and then and then I turned it on I'm, I was just, it was what just, Dyson I, I, it's one of the worst shocks I've ever had but I just didn't I wondered what it would feel like and, uh, and I, I'll, I'll never do it again and for those of us that haven't been that stupid ever, how, how, how did it feel? Oh, it was horrendous. I mean, yeah, it went right through me. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, I was about seven or eight at the time. Oh, and right, was, you know yeah. what? Oddly, I pictured you did, like, the last two years. <laughs> no, I thought no, you just no. done it during lockdown no. one because you got no, bored. I just, thought, I just thought, how bad can it be? You know, I mean, like, I, I've, I've licked a, a battery before. You know, it didn't seem that bad. The shock wasn't that bad. And it was a much bigger shock than I was expecting. The rock- Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ellie in Daventry uh, went to the Adonis Baths in Cyprus, uh, where, um, well, the Adonis, the Adonis uh, has is famously um, quite prominent in one part of it, his body, I think. Uh, I see. And it's supposed to give you fertility or good luck or something when you touch it. Uh, Ellie said um, that it was just it was just sticky. Oh. <laughs> Which is horrible, isn't it? <laughs> doesn't feel like good luck, that, does it? <laughs> no, it certainly doesn't. Oh, no. dear. Um, a lot of electrocution stories. Um, someone here says, when I was nine, the bulb on my bedside table lamp went. Yes. To make sure it was the bulb, 
Oh, man. I yeah. stuck my fingers into the points. The bulb had definitely gone. The shock threw me three foot into the air. Oh, Why are people, by the way, so including horrible. you, <laughs> sticking their horrible. fingers into electric appliances? Yeah, it's just curiosity, isn't it? You know, you just think, how bad can it be? Oh, all right, okay, yeah, it's the worst thing ever. I'll definitely well, never do it again. Curiosity almost killed the mat. Yeah, <laughs> it, did. it really nearly did. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. I mean, probably hundreds of things in my life. I was forever, like, putting my fingers places. Never sockets, though. No. Yeah, OK. Well, where, what sort of places were you putting them? In, like, um... Artifacts, you know, uh, 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 oh. museums and tours. I yes. would always touch stuff. So, for instance, I went to the National Football Museum yesterday in Manchester. Yeah. I touched the Premier League trophy, and the guy goes, you can't right. touch it. You're I knew you can't touch it, right? But yeah. I wasn't going to let him tell me that first because I really want. I've touched the FA Cup, the League Cup, the Premier League trophy. Oh, no. How can you get yeah. that close to it and not want to put your hands on it? Well, you've got to touch it, haven't you? But there's always someone there with, with gloves on who, carrying it around saying you're not allowed to touch it. But you're, you're a very tactile person, you know, you're very touchy feely, aren't you? Well, I was going to say, it's just <laughs> like being near you, being near the FA Cup. You just want to reach out and touch it. <laughs> <laughs> that lovely sort of. Um, Hourglass yeah. figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Whenever I've been on a stadium tour and they say keep off the grass, I've always just had a little go on the grass. Oh, yeah. I want to feel the grass under my feet. That's the, the, they call it the hallowed turf. Yeah, I could go yeah. all that way and not touch the grass. It actually almost makes it worse by putting the sign forbidding it. That makes you more likely to want to do it, doesn't it? It has the opposite effect. If it said please walk on the grass... Yeah, I think somebody would be then cool. Got no interest, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, then where does that leave the rebel? They exactly. have to go, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, without a cause. <gasps> yeah, yeah. I just remembered something I touched. In fact, something oh. that I... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so rude. It sounds so weird. Um, it was the... I went to a Jurassic Park exhibition in Manchester years ago. So oh. after the film, there was like a national tour of stuff from the film. And this was just yeah. when the first film was the only one, right? And you know, at the end of the film, the first one, the T Rex screams in the middle of the visitor centre as the banner falls down, and it's yeah, near that yeah. big skeleton of the T Rex. Right, yeah. Well, the skeleton, the head of that, was in this thing in Manchester, and it was just like not in a casket or anything, it was just there. So oh, I touched yeah. it, and it was made of foam, and I, I peeled a bit off. Ah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I took that's a bit real. of Jurassic Park. Yeah, I kept it in like that's, a little um, plastic yeah. case. So you've that's actually that, that was actually in the film. Actually in the film. Well, that's quite impressive. But I mean, yeah, you're not setting a good example to children here, are you? Really, uh, abs- abs- actual vandalism of, of, of property. So they were right at the moment. It. Something breaks. What happened there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, my phone fell off my desk. It sounded like you've fallen down the stairs. <laughs> you, you know what? It sounded like you've fallen out the loft. Where are you broadcasting from? <laughs> no, I'm just in that. I'm just in my bedroom. That's it. It's just fine. in my bed. My bed. You know, it sounds so weird because obviously I know you're married with children, but the way you said my bedroom was like it was just yours yeah like, i'm in my marital bedroom <laughs> single bed thundercats duvet popeye pajamas those little um, luminous stars and moon on the ceiling oh yeah i've got, I've got the, the full setup matt matt and you rock and roll football
Well, of all the stories we've heard today about touching things you shouldn't touch, I think this one is the best. We're joined now by Ben. Ben, tell us your amazing story. Um, my Myself, my wife, my sister-in-law and a couple of kids went to Longleat. Uh, my grandfather, um, a, a nice-looking, kindly old fella, yeah. um, yeah. touch one of the penguins. Why? No idea. Just rolled his sleeve up, popped his arm in, touched the penguin. Penguin goes absolutely banzai, um, <laughs> flicking around the pool, just going nuts. Keeper oh. sees it and thinks, well, what's going on here? So just shouts at the nearest kid to where the penguin was. Oh, Father-in-law's no. just stood looking in the opposite direction. Kindly old man. It's obviously nothing to do with him. His forearm is dripping wet. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's, that's my, my father-in-law for you. How did he... T- did, was, did he stroke it? Did he prod it? He just poked it with me. He just popped his hand in and poked it with his finger. <laughs> just give it a little, wow. a little nudge. And, like, yeah. was the penguin... When you say it kind of went mad, in what way? Did it try and attack him or was it distressed? Yeah. Um, it, it, um, a distressed is probably the best way of putting it. Yeah, it, just, wow. it just swam off and just swam in sort of increasingly sort of frantic-looking circles afterwards. <laughs> oh, Ben, that's one of the best stories you've had on this show. Thank you, and please thank your father-in-law for touching that penguin. <laughs> Will do. Cheers, mate. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. There has been a man sent off in our Glory yes. Hunters oh, game. Yes, we should talk about Bromley because they are away at Torquay United. It's goalless, but just before half-time, uh, Torquay had a player sent off. So they've been playing against 10 men. Uh, since then, still no breakthrough. I expect a, a goal from Cheek, the, the Bromley striker, any minute now, though. They've got some cheek, haven't they? Yes, he right plays now, up front. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simon has been in touch. We're talking about things you shouldn't touch. Ben's story about his father-in-law touching that penguin. Oh, amazing. Never touch a penguin. <laughs> How do you top... In a way, we should have just saved that for the end of the show, because you can't go anywhere after that. You can't. But Simon says, in the chippy or the canteen, the counter always says, caution, hot surface... Why oh, do I always take that as a challenge? I'm the same. I always, yes. you know what? I used to. This is so stupid. I told a friend. Well, actually, a friend saw me do this and was like, "What are you doing?" You know when you turn the you've unplugged the iron oh, and you yeah, just let it cool right, down yeah. before you put it in the um, yeah, cupboard yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I used to hold it near my face to see if it was warming. Oh, up. what a great <laughs> way to check! <laughs> what a great way to check. Oh, my face will know the temperature. I mean, well, there's really know. only one other part of your body that would be worse too. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Another goal in the Premier League. Another goal in the Premier League, 40. Who scored it? Because it's not on my video printer. You're on BT Sport again, aren't you? With the first for goals. I just like to leave you dangling sometimes. Who has scored? I mean, that can't Chelsea have anything. scored. I'll help you out. It's Chelsea. Chelsea have scored a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Christian are... Pulisic. Pulisic has scored a fourth for Chelsea. Uh, you know, actually, it reminds me, you know, talking about uh, touching the hot... You know when you go for a, for an Indian and they bring out the plates and they always say, oh, don't touch the plates, they're yeah. hot. Uh, that's always a red rag to a bull as well. I was like, I'll be the judge of that, thanks. Always touch them. <laughs> yeah. They're never that hot. Uh, you know, it's just like hot as it's come out of a dishwasher. It's never that hot. You're frankly over-egging the pudding. Uh, I'll be the judge of that, mate. I'm sure I'll be perfectly... Yeah! Football. 
something annoyed you this week? Need to get it off your chest? Email it to footballerabsoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roy's will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. Yes, Keane, Hodgson and sometimes even Walker. The three Roy's all at our beck and call. But who shall be summoned today? The question comes from Stu on Twitter who says... What does Roy think of children who call their parents by their names instead of, or rather than, mum or dad? gotta tell you i think it's very strange i do because you know what i used to ask people might you may remember say what you say yeah, yeah now if i was a child and my parents said say to me what say what you say i'd say dad or mum yeah but these days we're living in different times they might call them by the christian name i might say say what you say and they might go roy it feels very strange when your own son calls you roy I call my dad dad. You know, if anything, I'd call him father. You know, I, I'm used to formality. Obviously, I call Mr. Chips Mr. Chips. I don't even yeah, know his first very name. Very formal, very formal. I, I don't even know his first name. I, I introduced him as Mr. Chips. I remember once saying, Mr. Chips, if you don't mind me asking, I said, What's your first name? You know what he said to me? He said, yeah. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh. I said, That's a funny first name. <laughs> but he didn't like it he said that was old fashioned banter I said look I'm just trying to get to know you you know you're an androgynous metal cyber robot the least you can do is you know if, if you're designed by the way to mimic humanity you're doing a very bad job because we do have first names you know I know that might not be in your culture Mr Chips but it is in ours and as long as you live in our culture look I'm not a philistine I'm open minded but with these robots, you've got to be careful, you know. Yeah. Dancing around on your TV screen. So, to come back to the point, I find it very strange when people call their parents by their actual name. You know, you got to have respect for your folks. You know, whatever your relationship with them, it is your dad, it is your mum. And the same for your grandma. And, and you know, I think it's very strange to go, oh, Pete got me this. Who's Pete? It's my father. <laughs> well, really, the information should have been delivered the other way around. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. <laughs> do your kids, Matt, I hate to pry into yes, your private Yes, no, they do, they do, Roy. Uh, they my eldest daughter, Bess, calls me Matty, but she does it on purpose to annoy me because she knows I'd rather be called Daddy, so she does it to, almost to wind me up. Right, bit of reverse psychology there. You've yeah, got to tell yeah. her that you prefer being called Matty. Oh, yes, good idea. Thank the problem you, is the other two, who sound like obedient good children... <laughs> that yeah. you did a better job with, they will start calling you Maddie because they think it's what you want. And then you've, you've got more kids oh, calling yes. you the wrong thing. Uh, That's the problem yeah. with the squad Ooh. scenario that you got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a go anyway, see how we get on. You know what? Ultimately, it's down to the parents, isn't it? So much of the problems in our society are, it's yeah. down to the parenting. And if you've got kids that are calling you by your first name, the best thing to do, actually, is to be very tactful. You know, yeah. uh, if they start calling you, you know, in my case, Roy, or they start calling you David or Matt, you deal with it sensibly. 
You nip it in the bud at the young age. You say, you listen to me. You talk to me like that again. You shut your mouth. You'll never <laughs> leave the house. And you deal with it in that way. you got to be kind with children. You can't be strong with them. It's very simple. You go, you've got some in common if you keep talking to me like that, young boy. You know? I find that tends to work. That and, that and threatening to take advice. away their food, I find, is the best way. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, we were bound to get some bawdy answers to this question of mm. things you've touched that you shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, man. We've got one here. This is an absolute classic from Jim yeah. okay. uh, in Scotland. He said, my wife's sister. She's the spitting image of my wife. We were at a party. Oh, man. I walked oh, up behind her and gave her a squeeze. I kissed her neck. Only oh, to turn no. around and see my wife staring daggers at me. Oh, Oh, I thought it was you. I thought it was you. She's 30 years older than me, Jim. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, but you look the same. She's a foot shorter. She's got one leg. Ah, no. That's a party, man. Come on. Wow, that one's incredible. Very unfortunate. (laughs) Anne says, I sat down in the House of Parliament when on a guided tour I was told off, yes, you cannot sit on the green benches on a parliamentary tour. Yeah, oh, nice. Fair play, Anne, though. Don't don't follow the rules. Do what you like. No, that is terrible advice. (laughs) Of all the places where you should do what you are told, it's one of the most securely guarded buildings in the UK. (laughs) Well, it's only sitting on a chair. I mean, how special is it? It's only sitting on a chair. It's sitting on a little bench, isn't it? No, but it's not, is it? That is a national asset. And if everyone Mm. does that, where are we? We're on worn-down benches that we can't replace... Well, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. You've uh, turned the House of Commons into a damn social club. <laughs> like Salford's Lads Club, yeah. Yeah, oh, what a lovely callback to the start of the show. Um, uh. John in Hampton with a, a lovely gag. He says, I once yeah. touched MC Hammer, even though he said I can't. <laughs> Classic. Nice. I mean, you have to, you have to, surely MC Hammer, whenever <laughs> was would, being intimate yeah. with somebody, must have made jokes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Turns out, you can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. You know, sometimes you say, oh, text us on 8, 12, 15, but keep it clean. I was actually disappointed at the lack of filth. Yeah, it was quite quite low on, on the filth scale, wasn't it? Because we couldn't have read it out, but it would have been nice for us just to look at it. <laughs> yeah, normally we get a little bit, that, you know. So, but, yeah, the trolls have been very quiet this afternoon. Yeah, and the pervs, you know. This, yeah. um, <laughs> it's a real shame. We, we, we do occasionally get the odd perv texting in, and, of course, we don't condone it, but it, it can... Um, it's it can, quite amusing, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah, we, we'd, yeah, we'd yeah. never read it out on air. Um, and we certainly don't want to be encouraging poor behaviour, but... Um, you know, certainly during the colder months, those things can keep you going when it's dark yeah. outside. <laughs> they give you a little pep in your step, don't they? <laughs> oh, a little pep in your step. <laughs> yeah. That's the sort of thing I imagine Gina B or Mr Motivator would, stay, would say. Ah, yes, yeah. Puts a yeah. bit of pep in your step. Or a coffee mm. advert or um, maybe a health drink. Mm. Yes, I mean... Puts yeah, a pep quite, in your step. Quite a commonly used phrase, but no, oh, no, one's ever, no one's ever said it in the context of perverts texting in a radio station before. But it's a real <laughs> perv in your serve. I've never heard the phrase pep in your step. This is the first time I've heard it. Oh, really? Oh, well. Really? Yeah, is it? Is it? Yeah, it was like oh. a, yeah. 
I think it's fairly common. I'm yes. looking to producer Liam. Have you ever heard the phrase pep in your step? No, he'd never heard it either. He's never heard it either. Once well, again, must, you are It must outvoted. be my age. It must be an out-of-date phrase that... A spring in spring your in step. step, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's like it's like catchphrase. This, isn't it? I mean, it's like Mr. <laughs> Chips is back. <laughs> Mr. Chips. A spring in your step. A pep in your step. Yeah. That I'm little guy. That, I tell you <laughs> yeah. what, doesn't age. They say that about robots, you know. <laughs> yeah. Unless they go rusty, you know. As long as you polish them, look after the joints, replace parts. Robots can mm. live forever. Well, yeah. Well, That's something still... to think about now, isn't it? You still share a bed with Mr. Chips, don't you? We, we do, we top and tail. weeks ago. Yeah. We top and tail. Um, which, you know, he's so short, you can't tell that he's down there. Because you know? <laughs> it's ideal for me, but poor old him, he gets my big sweaty feet in his uh, oh. sweaty sweaty feet in his oh. little robot. But I don't think robots can smell, so the warmth oh. probably helps him, you know. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, like hot I think water he likes bottles. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, hot water bottles, I guess, were early prototype um, robots, weren't they? You know, m- mere way, vessels yeah. for our own amusement. He finds AI. it very triggering. Yeah. You know, I can tell when I'm filling up that hot water <laughs> bottle, he's thinking, one day he's going to do that to me. He's going to drill a yeah. hole in my cranium and pour hot water inside me. I say, Mr. Chips, don't. There's no need to cover your eyes in that way that you do. I'm never going to do this to you, you know, unless you really annoy me. Wow. It's gone very dark. The Roy Walker <laughs> ones are taking a real. Um... I mean, I must say, I'm loving Roy Walker. What a great new addition to the lineup on on Roy's rants. I think yeah. I could listen to him talk all day. I think they're going to quite um, a sad. Yeah, he's angle. quite a dark character, isn't he? He seems like one of those classic old school comedians that had quite a dark side. I think exploring <laughs> more and more of that. <laughs> the tears of a clown, you know, the, the, which I think is a quite, you know, side to his character that's not been explored before. Yeah, and uh, we have to say about Roy Walker, one of the greatest TV presenters oh, we've ever yes, had. Of course. Yeah, Catchphrase yeah. was so good because of him. Yeah, he made it. So, I mean, have you watched it nowadays with Mulhern? It's just not the same, is it? Come on. When we channel Walker on this, it is a privilege to channel the voice of Roy Walker. Let me just say that. And we channel him yes. with the total respect. Yeah. And anything that comes out of my mouth... Uh, uh, mouth, 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 mouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in control of I'm merely channeling yeah, the spirits exactly. of the alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They speak through <laughs> me. Obviously, they're alive yes. to speak through themselves as well, but yeah. you can't try yeah. this stuff at home. You know, it's... it's no. No. You, you're dealing on an astral plane. We're yeah. in the lap of the gods, aren't we? Only yeah. highly yeah. trained yeah. spivs can um, yeah. can do this. <laughs> only only expert you're, yeah. blaggers. You're like Psychic Sally, aren't you? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I remember once I was on tour at the same time as her, so like, every time I would come out, there were flyers for her. Uh, I think surely there's no crossover between my audience <laughs> and hers. <laughs> Did you like that? You'd hope not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did you like someone um, putting on silly voices and pretending to be someone ah, else? You'll actually. love psychics, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> now you mention it, there's quite a connection. Yes, there is, actually. <laughs> I, we may have mentioned it a few times. I am on tour soon. Well, I'm on tour now. Oh. What am I doing? I'm a terrible... Yes. I'm really bad at self-promotion. Yeah, go to the website. What is it? Mattford.com. Mattford.com. All the info is there. Going to, it's coming to a town near you soon. And uh, you can, why not take in Psychic Sally on the same night? Make it make a big evening. But if you're forced to choose, do see me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be very clear, you know, yeah. for a number of reasons. Yeah. I'm legit. And she already knows if you're not coming. Anyway, ah, so, so. you're a genius. <laughs> Good night.